Awaken Beauties, finally, it's here. The truth to empower women to true inner beauty through a healthy mind and inner biology. I am your hostess, Cassandra Keel, a 20-year salon owner, organic beauty product formulator, positive mind management, and clinical hypnotherapist. And I am here to help you stay sane, get sleep, and bring your sexy back. Sponsored by evokebeauty.com. E-V-O-Q-Beauty.com. Now, let's get to it. Welcome, welcome. So today we're going to be jumping into emergence. Now, this is going to be a slightly different take on maybe what you've heard when you've maybe heard about the challenge of time and what we call no time and time when we are pertaining to the neuroemergent time. If you are ADD or maybe even ASD, or if you're a creative entrepreneur, because if you are a creative entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, you have a 300% chance of having the neurobiological wiring of someone that has a brilliant mind of ADD. Now, what we're going to be talking about today is the neuroemergent time and not the neurodivergent mind. And so hang with me. This is going to be a fun, deep dive. Now I've learned so much, especially after becoming an ADD coach, where we tend to fall within the transference of time. And I reject this medical paradigm of neurodiversity. And I truly believe that the most of what disables us in a society is that of that it is not designed for our difference. There's a society in which there's little room of our ways of being our true nature. So we step in and I'm going to explain what neuroemergent is. Now, I've kind of put a play on this new word for who and how we are in the world. Now, according to Adrian Marie Brown in her book, Emergent Strategies, Shaping Change and Changing Worlds, emergence is fractal. It's adaptive. It's interdependent. It's decentralized. It's nonlinear and it's iterative and it creates possibility. Emergence emphasizes critical connections of overcritical mass, building this authentic relationship and listening with all of our senses of the body and the mind. And I've been looking for a word that really describes what I am, what you are, what every human being is. Then what I diverge from is neurodivergent. And I am emergence and you are emergent that resonates so deeply with, I really feel that we all truly are, which is emergent, beautiful spirits and energy. So we design, right? We, we don't need a cure. We need a neuroemergent design and we need 
to really understand that it's possible to design a different world, a world that actually works for us because it was designed with us in mind. But first, we must really understand how we work differently. And once we understand our differences better, we can really begin to design around them. Now, the concept of time has been a key starting place for us to really step into understanding the time paradigm, starting with industrial time. The ways we measure time under late capitalism are not the only ways. Almost all of the standard measures of time that we now take for granted, the way our hours and days and weeks are structured, are based on a factory model of work. We call this industrial time. Now, industrial time is also a nuance of a social construct. And this is what I mean by that. Eight hours a day, you get vacation days. You have the weekend, you're paid hourly wages, you work five days a week, you get sick time and personal time. And the real irony here is that this industrial time constructs were all concessions of a labor movement without which working conditions would be just actually quite brutal and in many terms inhumane. And I remember studying the industrial railroads and how labor unions came into force and when we really understand the deficiencies of our education system of sit down, be quiet, listen to what we have to tell you to really work into our constructs of how we want you to be our labor, right? And so this isn't a political stance. This is just understanding how our baked in belief systems and our nervous systems have been constructed around this for so long. And this is the very thing that is changing right now in our society that I am so excited about. And so there's all different kinds of ways really of thinking about time. And in the program around the genius frequency and the wealth dynamics program, how I teach quantum entanglement and group healing and how we can really transmute our trauma. I really look at time as cyclical. And so does the ancients. And I do not invent the concept of time um, in my own understanding, but I really look at the energetics and understand what spirals are and spiral energetics. Uh, it's really kind of like an ellipse, but this is really how my, synthi my synthesis in my mind has always really seen time as a spiritual being. And since I've started living more in the natural rhythms of my own sense of time, there is a lot less stress and a lot more joy. And this also couples into what I teach in the first alignment, which is to align with your natural genius, which is your true nature, your true purpose that comes natural to you, whether you're neuroemergent, meaning you have a biological indifference in your brain or not. And I hope the same is true for you. So let's step into spiral time. Now, one of the ways I see time as a spiral is that time is viewed as a spiritual undermine in the central assumption of this old industrial time. And in spiral time, progress does not move forward. A fixed spot somewhere in like this immediate future in this linear fashion. And goals are not a destination we can see clearly and move towards on a linear path. 
And in spiral time, progress is movement itself. It's spiraling, it's swirling, it's ever-changing, it ebbs and it's flow, and it also has emergence along the way. Now, two steps forward and one step back is not failure. It's actually fractal. It's iterative. It's spiral time. And for many neuroemergent individuals, the way we work in time flies in the face of the mandate of, you know, the old way of the world and how it worked. And so we don't identify a goal and move toward it in a linear, effective, straightforward manner, free of distraction and passion, because not, it's just, it's not how our minds work. And our minds are all about connection, relationship, the bigger picture. And contemporary notions of progress towards goals through time are authentic to you individually. And in the context of these different notions, our very being gets framed as failure and our very existent is cast and disordered and pathological, which the pathology is just your neurobiological wiring, but is not the existence of your identity. So resist the temptation to cast yourself as a failure according to standards that were never meant for you. And I really want to invite you into grace and grace for yourself with this spiraling motion of neuroemergent time, where we really seek higher ground. We really take that vantage point and we chase down the quirky connections that allow us to really see the beauty in this world as we do with our certain lens. And that goes for anybody. Now, here's two tips for being productive and successful on your terms in what we call emergent spiral time. Number one is to vastly expand the time frame in which you measure productivity and success. So if you normally judge your productivity in increments of hours and days, start expanding that to weeks and months. And eventually you'll begin thinking in terms of years and decades. You'll broaden your scope and you won't live in the density and the contraction of so much pressure because you start to understand that number one, there actually is no such thing as time. And you start to work with the universe in a more beautiful way. And so you feel more free to circle back and pick up abandoned projects or interests or experiences or ideas or other dreams that you've had in the past. And think of past experiences, not as a string of failures or unrealized goals, but rather as buried treasures that uniquely available to you to dig up again and use in new ways. Number two is to slow down. Slow way the hell down, my friend. This is counterintuitive, but trust me, it absolutely works. Now, neuroemergent individuals are intrinsically busy. I've got 12 trains coming into my brain at all times, and I'm not ready to choose one, right? So we have to really um, slow down that default mode network and move to the front of the brain. And we constantly feel and experience and understand that things that neurodivergence or neurotypicals, I should say, don't. So we make un, these, these kind of like rapid fire connections and our, our bodies and our psyches and soul, we, we just feel all the feels, right? We're very intuitive. We're very high in frequency. So we can be very, very in touch and in tune when 
maybe sometimes others aren't as in tune. That's why we kind of pop into speaking and, and we move into motion really quickly because we're intense. We feel deeply. And the only antidote is really to slow down, to bring the body in, to bring the feelings in, and to bring the breath in, the three Bs, right? And so you really want to engage the body and the breath and the beliefs and the new beliefs. Now, beliefs, my friend, hate to break it to you. They're just patterns of recycled thoughts. So we get to bring those new beliefs on board. And neurotypicals need to speed up to be productive. We need to really slow down. So keep your time frame vast in years or maybe even months, but in the similar increments of time, hours, days, and weeks. And then just pare back your expectations by slowing down. Now, next, let's step into elliptical time. Another way I see time is an elliptical orbit, this beautiful constellation. And some parts of the orbit feel really fast and productive, even by the standards of industrial time, right? There are the getting shit done phases of that spiral orbit, periods of intense concentration and hyper-focus and energy and productivity. But there's also necessarily the spinning out of space, gathering stardust, and these phases of this orbit were periods of stillness and just staring out a window and diving down a rabbit hole that just allows you to free your mind. You may feel like you only ever experience the spinning out of space, gathering stardust, part of the you know spiral orbit, but in fact, you may call it that as, as an executive dysfunction. And that's because you have been so shamed about the slow and still parts of your brain through time that are, you know, getting shit done phases of the orbit. But sometimes we just tend to uh, artificially be disabled, right? So shame thrives in silence. And we want to starve shame when you speak out loud, like maybe a mantra of, uh, your right to stillness, right? And that you can own stillness in your brain. Now, as a, a neuroemergent, meditation for me is a walking meditation. That's still slowing down my brain, right? And tapping in. And you have a right to spiral out of space, out of, out of space and time. Every single night, I float out into the orbit, out into the stardust, and I literally become a star. And I feel my whole entire body starting to become one of the cosmos in outer space and time where it's quiet and I'm just floating. And I leave the stressors to the world. So time is a spiral and time is an elliptical orbit are useful metaphors for different times in our day and our life. So even these metaphors may be too simplistic to describe how time really works for neuroemergent people, but just hang with me here. There's next powerful points and three reasons you shouldn't feel shame. And especially around neuroemergent time and abandoned projects. Now, neuroemergent minds just have a lot of shit going on in their brain, right? It's just the way it is. It's not a strength and it's not a weakness. Of course, you freaking abandon projects, right? It would be impossible to follow through every dang good idea that passes through your mind. So yes, it can be very frustrating when it comes um, to like, when it feels like you've abandoned all these projects, but I would 
like to suggest that you, that this lack of follow through and completion can be attributed to, let's just say, um, let's just say two different frames, two different reasons. Number one, if you've lived as long as I have and enough to spiral back around completion of your projects, there really is beauty and being neuroemergent middle age. It's really satisfying. And number two, shame. There, there's just not much I can do to help people and counsel patients and urge you to just trust me on this very fact. But if you know anything about me, you know what I'm about to say. Disrupt the damn shame. There's three reasons I'm going to give you right now to disrupt that shame and transmute that. You can go and dig up all your dirty laundry in your closets, but that does nothing. The past is the past. The present is a gift and the mystery is the future. So number one, ask yourself, do you have fun pursuing that project before you abandoned it? What was the fuck wrong with the pleasure for having pleasure for its own sake, my friend? And why does everyone and every project have to produce results in order to have value? If you had fun with a project while you were engaged with it, but then abandoned it in favor of something else that just felt better or made more sense or was aligned with your values, that's fine. Your pleasure is valuable. Number two, what if there wasn't any pleasure in the project, even while you're pursuing it and then you abandoned it? Congratulations, my friend. It's a good thing to abandon projects we don't love. Life is short, my friends. Abandoning a project you don't love isn't failure, it's just data. Live and learn and move the fuck on. Third is abandoned projects can be pleasure and they can be data, but they can also be the raw materials for something in the future. So the whole point of neuroemergent time is that what goes around comes around. I can say that, trust me, my friends, this has happened so many times in my businesses. And I go back and I need a confirmation. And I'm trying to look for some outer confirmation. And the same messaging that I was speaking literally eight, 10 years ago is the same thing I'm talking about today that feels right with my soul. It's just the timing, the maturity of the project the maturity of the market, the maturity of who I'm in flow with to bring the thing into completion, because there's some things I don't want to do. So disrupt the shame, have patience, and you will be amazed at how many of your abandoned projects turn into practice rounds for a successful project sometime in the future. Now, last and not least, executive dysfunction and neuroemergent time. Let's really address this. As I searched for language and metaphors to help me understand this experience, what kept cropping up was failing out of time. And as though I were like this comet knocked out of orbit and then free falling down into the earth, I realized that for several years, several years, I had been living largely in this neuroemergent time. And that so much of what we call executive dysfunction had largely disappeared from my life. But during this recent period of like, let's just say, you know, these last two years where you're on the bridge of burnout and rebirth, it all kind of came back to me, especially around dysfunction of time, running late. And sometimes I would miss a zoom because it wasn't in my calendar, all the usual stuff. I know, you know, the drill. 
I felt like time was racing by and I couldn't really keep up. And eventually though, it became really clear to me that the situation to my executive dysfunction is not to hack my way into better strategies from this industrial time concept. No, I'm gonna tell you right now, the solution is to really slow down and get back into orbit and your natural orbit, your natural constellation of neuroemergent time. You have to do the discipline. You have to do the hard work. I shouldn't say you have to, I suggest. And you also have to find out what the frequency that is within you that I share in the align with your genius with the frequency trifecta, helping you know what to do and not to do. But it's not through a bunch of it's, it's not more because more equals dysregulation in the nervous system. It's tapping into your intuition. It's knowing your truth. It's reworking out the trauma, transmutant pain into wisdom. No more planners, journals, PDFs, open courses that never get done. Right? I am literally in this point as I end this, this stream of consciousness with you. I'm calling all of you, you practitioners, you coaches, you healers, you course providers, your leadership, all of you who are struggling to hit or maintain a six-figure year, or you're burning out with anxiety or depression, you absolutely can live in your genius frequency, automate your business, amplify your impact, and literally all by unlocking the garden of your mind that liberates you feeling overwhelmed, hypervigilant nervous system. So you can really start to make more money, give yourself more free time and a way more, a lot of fucking fun while working less. And this is by tapping into your neuroemergent mind and the frequency that fuels it. The next step then is stepping into the one game you play out of the eight games. And then we turn that into the infinite game by connecting into your flow and other people's flow so that you can stay in your higher purpose and your higher emergent mind. With that said, I hope you enjoyed this time. If you are listening on the Awaken Beauty podcast, feel free to tap in and learn a little bit more about the frequency trifecta factor and how I give you an itemized, personalized assessment of your strongest energy that goes with the cycle and the value cycle, where you can then tap into the wealth dynamics, which is sums it up like this. Wealth equals leverage times value. When you know how to spend your time and you know where your values are and you know how to leverage them through flow, that's when you step into true wealth, which is when all the money is gone at the end of the day. That's legacy. That's fulfillment. That's joy. That's pleasure. And it's theirs for you to capture. All my love, all my light, and we'll see you on the other side. Hello, Awaken Beauty. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Were you inspired? Please leave a comment or your own personal aha moment so others can capture exactly what you did. Also, please like and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you're interested in high quality natural products for your hair, skin, 
and wellness, including organic CBD, please visit evokebeauty.com. Again, that is evokebeauty.com, evokebeauty.com. And until next time, darling, stay sane, get sleep, and bring your sexy back.